I know you guys have been waiting, and uh, here's the very first trailer for Aladdin. Here's the very first trailer. Don't get dizzy, though. Don't get dizzy before we start the trailer. Don't get dizzy. Oh. Everything the light touches is our kingdom. But a king's time as ruler rises and falls like the sun. One day, the sun will set on my time here and will rise with you as the new king. Wait, 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 wait. That's, that is the wrong movie. It doesn't matter. We're running out of time. Just start it. the nacho fries and i knew it was a bad <laughs> idea i shouldn't have done it we're not gonna take a break in this one so oh man did i tell you that i house at for someone and they did i tell you what they gave me as my reward a 100 dollars gift card to taco bell no what yeah. do they that's gonna last you a lifetime yeah well sadly it will not <laughs> <laughs> How long do you think this will last? I don't know. Like I don't maybe three months. Uh oh, yeah, at least that I would think. Counting, I've had it for wow. a couple weeks now. But I mean, the thing is, when you have free money to Taco Bell and you're trying to save money, it's hard to not eat at Taco Bell. So correct, correct. Well, I mean, that's just that is money that is solely allocated for one purpose, right. and that one purpose is to have Taco Bell. Right. And, and and so there there's no other reality where you could say, mm, I think I'm going to use this at Penny's now, you know, <laughs> at J.C. Penny's. And I very much enjoy Taco Bell, but um, those opinions have nothing to do with the show because Taco Bell is not a sponsor of the show. And no. I don't think they ever will be. But um, if they are, um, we will gladly accept your merch. I will. Yeah. But they're not a sh- they're not a sponsor right now. So um, we're going to stop talking about them now, and yep. we're actually going to do an episode of our show now. So welcome to Purely Nostalgia. It's the podcast where we look at the movies that we liked as kids with our adult eyes, and we try to figure out if they're actually good or if we just thought they were. Um, my name is Eli Shapsmith, the greatest good you're ever going to get. And my name is Clint Jazz Hands Page, and I'm what the French call laissez compétent. And the reason they call him that is because he's not competent. Because I can't do a cartwheel. You can't do a cartwheel. Correct. So um, with this show, we have had very little brushes with show show business. Would you agree with this? I would agree that our show business brushes have been as small as the brushes that come with a set of watercolor paints. Mm -hmm. A paint by numbers. Yes. Um, Except today, I think I had a brush with show business. You had a brush with show business? I think I did today, accidentally. Should, should be a uh, a segment on our show called <laughs> a brush with show business. It is now, yeah, okay. for sure. It is now. <laughs> Tell me the story. So, um, like I've told you before, and I'm sure I've mentioned it on the show before. I have to park at the Chattanooga Choo Choo, which is a real non-fictional place. It's a real place. 
a real place that, uh, where everyone says pardon me. It is a real um, choo-choo that stands real still now, and if you pay a bunch of money, you can sleep in it. Yeah, I want to. Or do. in a building next to it. Correct. Uh, it's really nice now uh, if you yeah, haven't been is. there for a while. But <clears throat> uh, so I have to park there and then walk. Um, I believe it's four blocks to my office building, and in between uh, my parking garage and my work, there is a very fancy. Uh, restaurant in Chattanooga called St. John. Um, Very fancy. I've never eaten there, but I have heard uh, that it is incredibly fancy. I've looked in the windows, and they have tablecloths. They do have tablecloths, so and they also fancy. have floors. And the mm-hmm. uh, the waiters wear long sleeve shirts. Uh-huh. And they give you uh, a fork. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I was walking by today, usually, you know, I can just look into the windows uh, and see you know, tables, people, you know, setting up for the day because mm-hmm. fancy restaurants don't open at eight in the morning. Um, but today when I walked by, all the windows had black curtains over them Whoa. and there were like uh, box trucks out front and people walking around with like high tech video cameras and walkie talkies and like boom mics like they were setting up a soundstage. So, and... you know, Mr. Belding was in there. Yes, Mr. Belding was in there because he went to UTC. Yeah. Um, but I, uh, I walked over, and you know me. I, I tell you all the time, I am very introverted, um, socially pretty shy. But I do have these moments where um, my general curiosity takes over, and I just got to go explore. So... I, I'm like, what is going on here? Because it looked very official. Like, everything was labeled. It looked union. And so I I walk in. <laughs> I, w- <laughs> I walk in, and I go, what's going on here, guys? And then somebody, <laughs> somebody walks up to me and goes, please leave. And then <laughs> I went, okay. And then I left. Is that verbatim what they said? I, I, that is verbatim what they said. Uh, they said, please leave. And I was like, okay. <laughs> and I just I just walked and went to my office. Don't, um, don't tell me this story ends with you not knowing who was there. Nope. Still don't know what was going on. I, I still have no idea. Uh, I know I didn't look like I belonged because I was wearing blue jeans and like had a backpack. Uh, so I didn't even look like a PA or anything. But I just walked in and was like, what's going on here? <laughs> This was the lamest way to start our A Brush With so- Show Business segment ever because that it's was, just you not knowing if maybe there was someone famous nearby. That's how Winnie the Pooh would like wander on to like <laughs> a, a soundstage or something. Yeah. would <laughs> wander and be like, what's going on here, guys? Ooh, Except in, in Winnie the Pooh, they'd probably like actually entertain him. Oh, yeah. But with me, they were like, they told me this street rat pertaining to the episode, you know, to to go away and leave. Street rat. Scoundrel. Oh, I, I missed a word. Scoundrel. <laughs> Take that. Mm-hmm. Keep going. Just a little peek, guys. Uh, yep. Get so him my... out and make him leave, guys. So that was <laughs> your story. Nacho fries. Yeah, that's uh, that was my... Cue the cue the sound effect. Uh, that was my brush with fame. Oh, oh, there's a long lead up to it. 
I did a bad job. I'll do better next time, guys. Thank um, you. Yes. Well, that was a good segment. Um, I want to introduce another segment on our show, and I'm going to hit uh-huh. a random button. I don't know what the sound effect is going to be, but it I'm is ready. It is going to have something to do with the name of our next segment, which may never happen again. But we're just going to call it a podcast update. Stay- oh, no, no. I've got it. State, state of the podcast? Is that good? State of the podcast? Yeah, that works for me. State of the podcast. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, <laughs> that is probably just about perfect. <laughs> I can say in full confidence that he did not know which button on the, the sound button he was pressing. I didn't. Uh, um, that's very appropriate. Very appropriate. This segment, for sure. Um, okay, so state of the podcast. We just want to give you guys an update on the state of the podcast. Let you guys know wh- how we're doing in terms of the numbers, in terms of the money we're making. Yeah, um, how's your money? How's your money going? Yes, our shareholders deserve to know. So, what is the yield on your investments? You want to call that? We should have called this something like board meeting. You know, like. You, as our listener, are on our board of directors for this podcast. Yeah, you're on our bod, and we are the chairman of the bod. Yeah, so uh, without further ado, let's kick off our board meeting. It couldn't be better. (laughs) No, it couldn't. And so, uh, board meeting. The podcast, the numbers are going up just a little bit at a time. They are increasing. Not going to give you any amount of detail on... Um, how many downloads we're getting. Um, but I just want you to know the numbers are going up, but there's one thing we need to discuss. Um, I'm going to post a picture of this to our yeah. social media at some point so that you can get a good visual aid for what's going on here. But even though there has been a steady um, slight increase in downloads over the last few months, it's been great. There's one major dip in our oh, listenership. Uh, a huge deviation in it, listenership. It is such a large dip, and um, and it r- occurred in March of 2019. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to figure out um, what could have happened in the in the month of March 2019 that would cause our listenership to go down. And <laughs> I feel like when we post this picture, people are gonna think it's fake for the sake of a joke, but it's not. It's straight from our Podbean account. It These tells are us our Podbean analytics that yes. tell us, uh, you know, what our uh, line graph, you know, looks like. And yeah. uh, it would be encouraging to see just like a a increase over time, just always a consistent increase. Mm-hmm. But uh, while there is ebb and flow and peaks and valleys in nature, our this line graph resembles, you know, more of like. A mountain range. I was gonna say the Grand Canyon, but it's more. Yeah. It's more like because on both sides of the canyon are two like cartoony mountains that yeah. just mountain peaks, you know, that are perfect equilateral triangles almost. Um, mm-hmm. And then it goes down to about half of what our normal downloads are for just a period of time, and it goes right back up. Um, Hilarious. And so I did some investigation. No, it's such a funny image. I did some investigation to figure out. What exactly was going on at this point in time to uh, cause this dip in our listenership? We covered a movie at the time called Airbud in the Rough. Um, this is a movie 
Um, this is one of the Airbud movies where Airbud Airbud is a dog who plays sports. If you're unfamiliar, yeah, we've done golf. We've done too many episodes on them. Um, you can go listen to our yeah, episodes. Yeah, clearly on those one too many episodes. <laughs> exactly one too many because this is the last one we did. It was about a movie called Airbud in the Rough, a movie where the dog plays golf. In this one is uh, what the movie's about. There's also a horse involved. I think I barely remember it. Mm-hmm. I'm trying Reginald to f- the horse. I believe. Yes. So that's that sounds right. I'm trying to figure out, and maybe you can help me out here. What would have caused that dip in our listenership from that movie? My my general thought is that people um, like to listen to movie podcasts with subject matter that they have some sort of familiarity with, mm-hmm. and this this Airbud compared to all the others that we had reviewed is probably more on the fringes. Yeah. Than the more conventional, you know, Airbud, um, and then what? What is the second one called? Uh, Golden Receiver. Golden Receiver, yes. The uh, yeah, the football one. The football um, movie. The football. He plays football in that one. In this one, he is playing the sport golf. of golf. Um, That's that is my guess. And then I would also also maybe attribute the fact that golf inherently compared to and my wife is in listening. Uh, proximity to me and mm-hmm. she is a very good golfer but compared to you know football and the basketball uh golf golf is a little a little uh a little boring side um yeah and that's not a, a stance that we're gonna you know right right down i'm saying compared to right i am in fact i'm gonna go ahead and say i love people that play golf and think that they're great and clearly mm-hmm. we have a problem with people who like golf listening to our podcast so i want to go ahead and say i love those people i value them i'd love for them to make up um a bigger chunk of our listenership because unfortunately the one time we covered a movie about golf nobody showed up to listen and yeah (laughs) i don't know why let me tell you i thought that would be one of our most listened to episodes i did too you know shame on me because i look like hillary clinton here standing Expecting to be president of the United States, but nobody showed up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So <laughs> it's very true. Nobody Pokemon goed to the <laughs> polls <laughs> for you to become president yeah. of the United of the United States, or for our Airbud in the Rough episode to get and a I bunch did, of downloads. And I did so much dabbing on Ellen. I did so much dabbing on Ellen. <laughs> you did, and I don't know and, why that movie did not resonate with people. And I did so much chilling in Cedar Rapids. But <laughs> it they just, just wasn't didn't come enough. to those they just didn't come to those Pokemon polls. They didn't and Pokemon go to it our listenership. Yeah. But so, thankfully we uh, we have seen a um an increase in our uh listenership since then. Yeah. Um, yeah. our 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 IPO right now that we're I mean we're about to go public. Like, mm-hmm. you know, cats out of the bag here. Um our IPO is one dollar. So mm-hmm. if you want to get on ground level and being one of the first people to invest in a podcast on the New York Stock Exchange, um, we're, we're starting out as a penny stock. So come on in. Yeah. So um, that's exciting. Um, we are seeing upward trends other than the Airbud in the rough incident. I can honestly say we'll try and figure out, um, we'll isolate this movie and figure out what it is that is different about that movie 
and uh, compared to our other episodes, we'll do better. And I will say this, we will never again cover a movie that is like that one. Whatever it is about that movie that (laughs) sets it apart from our other ones, we'll figure out what that is and we'll never do that again because we've learned learned our lesson. from that mistake. So that was uh, State of the Podcast or uh, Board Meeting, whatever you want to call it. Uh, that sound effect never gets old. Oh man, that's good. So, um, we do want to kind of move on to the subject matter of this episode, or should I say subject matters, because this is the first time ever on the show we are covering two movies in this episode. Yeah, Um, a double feature. That's right, we are covering, um, both the 1992 version and the 2019 version of the movie Aladdin, and I I can honestly say, when I realized that these movies are 27 years apart. That oh my freaked word. me out. <laughs> Isn't that That's crazy? Scary. Yeah. That's older than both of us. That is older than both of us, yeah. Um, which makes sense, because if you told me um, that the movie Aladdin came out before I was born, I'd be like, yeah, I knew that. But just the, right. the idea that but these I, are 27, I, then I'm like, that makes me think, wait, I'm like getting close to being 27 <laughs> years old. That's crazy. Yeah, and then we have to stop a podcast. <laughs> Yeah, when we turn 27, we have to stop doing a podcast. That would be far too sad. <laughs> yeah, if yeah we're still that's doing what we're it. still doing with our time. I mean, we, I, we may have children. I mean, not, <laughs> not together, but, you know, yeah. individually. We may have children then. We'll have the pitter-patter of little ogre feet running around our podcast house. <laughs> yeah, and we'll be so busy tending to those BBs that we can't do our podcasts. Yeah. Do you think we'll still be doing this when we're both 27? Be honest. Absolutely yeah. not. <laughs> you don't? <laughs> Oh, when we're 27? Let's yeah. see, that's three years from it's now. It's not that far me. away. I think there's Pretty, a chance. Uh, yeah, there's a chance. I didn't think we'd make it this far. I didn't either. <laughs> <laughs> Can we just be real? Even though we're past the state of the podcast segment, I did not oh, yeah, think we'd sure. still be doing this podcast at this point. No, we definitely have a hard time committing to uh, creative endeavors that uh, you know goes to show how close we got in our Christian nonfiction no- or our Christian <laughs> fiction novels. Yeah. Um, and man that's crazy because we like have some momentum we have some forward momentum like we have plans for the rest of this year and we've been doing this podcast well over a year that's crazy that is that is crazy we're stupid idiots back to being random with aladdin aladdin um let's let's go ahead and so well let's talk about how we're going to handle this episode since we are doing two movies this will look a little bit different than typical episode um yeah we will let's lay out the politics for the episode here uh, basically, I think there's going to be a lot of comparisons in this episode because we're going to kind of talk about both of them simultaneously because a lot of the notes I took as I watched the original one last night um, were things that I wrote down for the remake that I, that I triggered in my memory from things mm-hmm. in the old one and stuff about the original one too. So we're just kind of kind of let it flow. I know that like it can get annoying when we like are only comparing the new one to the old one. There's going to be a lot of that in this in this episode. That's just the yeah. nature of it. It's going to be fine. If this isn't your your type of jam, um, sorry, I like blackberry. I like grape. That's so boring. I know. Um, but I, I do think um, it would be fun to just talk about both of our personal experience with Aladdin in general. So starting with the yeah. original one, I guess. Clint, go ahead. Sure. What's your personal experience? So I I um I know you are not in the same boat um as as me and this but as far as the um 
the hand-drawn original Disney animation movies, mm-hmm. uh, if I were to choose my favorite, it would be Aladdin. Um, I, well, I won't say anything. Go on. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's your time to shine. This is my moment. Don't steal it from yeah. me. I feel like showgirls right now. Um, <laughs> but uh, it, it, it definitely is my favorite out of the many, many original hand-drawn animation Disney movies. Um, it A lot of the jokes, of course, went over my head when I was a kid. I obviously did not see this in theaters, um, but I had a lot of fun, you know, when I was a kid drawing Genie because he was really easy to animate, and uh, I liked to the animate? fact that he... Did you animate. animate him? I did. I was the animator. Congrats. But, um, he, he did impressions, which I liked. I like... Uh, I liked comedians that do impressions. I didn't understand what all of them were, and some of them I still don't get yeah, me or neither. know what he's <laughs> referencing. Um, I'm sure there's like a a wiki document, you know, listing out the timestamps and who he was impersonating. But um, and then and then later on in life, when I kind of understood the scope of Robin Williams's performance and really how maybe ninety percent of it was not written down. Uh, it, it it gave me a greater respect and appreciation for this movie. Yeah. So that that I, I the the stuff that is notable about this movie is not the majority of this movie. Yeah. If that makes sense. Um. Yeah, I think I know what you're saying there. I agree with that. Um. The reason I very rudely almost interrupted you and then stopped myself is because it Correct. sounded like you were implying that like and I may have given you reason to imply this, but that I didn't like that. This wasn't one of my favorites, but I think right, I'm saying like top tier. Yeah, I got you. Well, I think before I rewatched this, I would have said this was probably my second favorite after, you know what? Probably not uh, before I rewatched the movie Bambi, like, <laughs> like probably <laughs> four or five months ago, that yeah. movie I rewatched and was like, this is a masterpiece. Um, but the Lion King has always been my favorite. And then, I think that's a good Bambi that's a would good have been sub, number though. two, but yeah, I loved Aladdin. I think for most of my life, I would have considered it my second favorite um, of the original animated Disney movies. And um, yeah, I I watched it a bunch as a kid. I remember growing up, it was always my brother's favorite movie, like his favorite movie. Period. Even as he got older, he would like tell people, "Yeah, Aladdin is the best," um, and mm-hmm. and so I would be like, "Lion King's the best." We are distinct people for this reason because we have two distinct Disney movies as our favorite movie, um, right? And but I watched it a lot and I very much enjoyed it. Um, I don't really know what else to say about it. We had it on VHS. It was one of my favorites. Good movie. Yeah, very good movie. Um, I would say that um, y- you know if we are looking at famous Disney characters or famous Disney animated characters, mm-hmm. um, it's probably a well, I say famous and also most beloved. Um, I'd say that it's probably a spl- close split between Genie and Simba. Would you kind of be on board there? I I need to tell you about a little man called Mickey Mouse. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm talking about he's from, sort like, of the, the face the, of the company. The, the... <laughs> Short little man with some circles on his head. You 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 know what I was trying to get at here, as far as like the original, the Renaissance era the, of, of the, the Renaissance Disney era. Yeah, I think I would agree. 
for sure. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. It, it, yeah, man. Uh, the I'm, two I'm most a, famous Disney characters are Genie and Simba. <laughs> I'm such a goof. Um, You're such a goof. Ah, uh, Joey. But um, mm. yeah, I, I would say from the Renaissance era of Disney animation, you know, the the early to mid '90s. Um, the I, I would say Simba and Genie are probably one of the most iconic and mm-hmm. most beloved as well. And yeah, very for very different reasons. Um. I could, I could get on board with that. Um, and yeah, those are the two movies that I kind of think of as being the, the iconic Disney Renaissance movies. I think Yeah, they're also both the, the movies where it was clearly like Disney was like, okay, girls like our movies. How do we make boys <laughs> like our movies? <laughs> Let's make movies about right. boys. And so they're like, for sure. Let's do boy Aladdin, movies. Lion King, um, Hercules. Um, and then like, <laughs> even like up up until like Tarzan like there was a period of time yeah. where they're definitely like trying to make movies about boys um which is for sure um which is fine but it's like <laughs> they're now they're almost well they're they haven't swung in the opposite direction cuz we have now it's like we have like Frozen and then we have like Wreck-It Ralph I feel like they're yeah. in a good little diverse stage of they found a better balance for right. sure right but and they're a better balance of not trying to lean on you know, archetypes of either end of the spectrum or right, stereotypes right. of either end of the spectrum. Yeah, it's like Wreck-It Ralph and Frozen both appeal to everybody. It's yeah, boy, they're, boy. they're doing they're doing a better job in that area. But but they definitely were for a while making some making some movies for boys. Um, so and so just those figuring it out. And 2019 of is the year of us um, remaking or making sequels to. Um, 90s Disney movies about boys, yeah. if you count Toy Story as well. <laughs> yeah, sure. Because sure. <laughs> that's about boy toys. Um, <laughs> Should have so, called that movie uh, Boy Story. <laughs> boy, sorry, boy Story, starring and directed by sorry. Richard Linklater. <laughs> <laughs> Two plastic boys. Two plastic boys. But uh, let's get into our first impressions. Yeah. Or our, or not our first impressions, but our experience with the 2019 version. Yeah, that yeah, can yeah. be pretty brief. Yeah. Um, um, I, I'll, I'll go first this time. Yeah. Take that, the, take, be a, be, okay, be a sandwich. Yeah. Um, I'm good, Dad. <laughs> um, I have been trying not to be over overtly vocal about the fact that I'm not super into the, the whole Disney remake remake thing, but I also am, I'm totally open to the idea that all of them could be great. I kind of enjoyed Dumbo. Um, it wasn't the greatest movie ever, but it, I, I liked it not as much as I thought I would. Yeah. Ear baby Dumbo. Sorry for not saying the full title. Um, because Dumbo was very much a fresh take and almost even a sequel to the original one. Um, Mm -hmm. so, but when I saw the trailer for Aladdin, I mean, pretty much all of the marketing materials, I just have not been into. Um, I just have, I I haven't thought like this looks like a disaster. Um, I just thought this doesn't look like it's bringing much to the table. Um, that gets me excited, I guess. And I also think it's worth saying almost none of that none of that had to do with the genie. I was never one of the people that was like, Ew, the genie looks gross. <laughs> like, I kind of thought he was cool from the beginning. But yeah. Overall, I was just kind of apathetic toward it. Your turn. Thank you for that edgy opinion, Elisha. Um <laughs> I'm always I, just I, like, but it's okay if you think this too. <laughs> yeah. Uh I, I I will say I was definitely more optimistic and excited than you were about this yeah 
I said that uh, this would be one of the highest grossing movies of 2019. And then a small picture known as The Avengers came out. It still has been one of the highest grossing movies. One of the highest. It's probably in the top ten. But I I was a little more optimistic. I I definitely said that I thought it would be the best live-action remake of a Disney Renaissance-era movie. Yeah. Um, And... That's crazy. Maybe so far it has. I don't know. Oh, did you say best or highest grossing? Of best. The, oh, best? Maybe. I don't know. Uh, I mean, for some people it might be. Uh, for me, it well, is. I didn't, oh, no, I didn't Beauty like and the Beast. Cinderella. I didn't like Beauty and the Beast. Yeah. I've well, Cinderella wasn't. Dumbo. Cinderella and Dumbo were both not Renaissance movies. but True. Very true. Uh, Aladdin's um, number three for this year. So that's pretty good, I would say. <laughs> yeah. Uh, grossing. Yeah, highest grossing. In, uh, okay. Yeah, pretty good. So it's in top five. Yeah. Um. But I was also not one of the people that was like, look how gross the genie looks. I, um, <laughs> you know, I obviously you can't do Robin Williams uh, in this movie. I, and you can't have anybody to even really come close no. uh, or even imitate. And so I was I was pretty excited when I heard or not excited, but, you know, optimistic and intrigued when I heard Will Smith was taking the helm of the role. Yeah, me too. Um, more so than if it was just like some rando, you know, somebody mm-hmm. that did not have a lot of name cachet. Um, I was definitely more excited with him than probably any other of the other prospective picks. Yeah, uh, that we'll talk about later. Well, but, ain't no way um, they were ever gonna like cast a nobody in the role of the genie. Oh, like that's not. the one thing is the genie has to be just some famous person who can carry Correct. the movie, which but. is how the original was. Right, um, but. Uh, yeah, I, I also was not one of the people that thought he looked gross. I did think it was, I did kind of fall into the trap of peer pressure. And, you know, it was definitely in vogue of being like, yeah, he is gross. Doesn't he look bad? Oh, yeah. Um, it's fine to make fine jokes to about it. but Yeah. I mean, he didn't look great in the first trailer, but he didn't look bad. No, yeah. I agree. But, yeah. Uh, I went and saw this. Um, while I was on vacation in New Smyrna Beach, uh, whenever the day it came out, uh, I saw yeah, one of the first. You saw this one before me. I did, uh, which doesn't usually happen. It doesn't happen that much, but I, I saw it uh, the day that it came out. We had been at the beach all day, and I was like, "Let's go see a movie," and it just happened. We we did not make a active decision to be like, "Let's go see Aladdin." It just came out, but we wanted to go see a movie, and so we saw that Aladdin was playing, and we chose it, and we went, and it was me and two other people in the movie with my wife. Yeah. So, um, f- do we want to do first impressions for both movies real quick? Just kind of zoom through both of them? Uh, let, let's do this. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, we can zoom through, and then let's do the numbers. Okay. Uh, cool. I'll go s- first and go super-duper fast. Cool. Um, Set the pace. Um, original one, rewatched it last night. Uh, really, really enjoyed it, but not quite as much as I did when I was a kid, but I still think it's a very good, solid movie. Sure. Remake, sure. Um, I didn't really like it, but I also don't have any like hate f- hate for it. You know, it just it it pretty much was about what I expected. Um, sure. It wasn't my jam. I don't have a desire to watch it again. Okay, your turn. So my take. Mm-hmm. I also watched the um, original last night, and I'll say I still loved it. There were more glaring flaws now that I have that now that my lizard brain has developed a little bit further you're always talking about um, that lizard brain of yours I know it's because I got a lizard brain and that's I'm I can only focus on one thing at a time yeah but um 
now that my lizard brain is developed, I can, you know, point out the flaws and understand kind of intellectual um, discrepancies. Yeah. Um, I still loved it. You know, obviously it holds a special place in my heart uh, because I was the original animator for the genie. But, yeah, of course. Uh, and, and then I was pretty well on the same page as you with the original, or I'm sorry, with the, uh, the remake. There were moments that I really, really, really liked. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there were moments where I was like, okay, this was stupid or just, you know, eye roll or cringe worthy. Um, and well, I don't want to give, I guess I have no choice but to give it away. I, I know what you rated the, <laughs> the new one on yeah. letterbox. I haven't, I don't think I've looked at your other score so we can guess each other's scores for that one. But, uh, you original. rated it kind of significantly higher than I did. Yes, I did. But your your, uh, your hopes were higher than me, so it's still possible that we were both disappointed and you rated it higher than me. (laughs) (laughs) I was still more on the disappointed side, and in hindsight, I I probably will go back and edit my rating. I rated it three and a half Mm -hmm. stars out of five. I'd say it's probably closer to two and a half to three now. Wow, going back is where... See, when stuff like that happens, I always worry that I like influenced your opinion by... By talking bad about it and i never want to no. be that guy who does that you know no and it's because i've had some time to marinate on it you know yeah like a so like uh, a that, good that, meat like a good meat this um, movie's like a good meat do you want to guess each other's scores for the original one upon sure. rewatching it yeah okay so i i'm gonna guess that you gave this movie a seven okay um and the I'm, original a okay. seven I'm going to guess you gave it a nine. You are correct. Um, yeah, you were close. I gave it a eight. An eight? Yeah. Okay, cool. That makes me feel better. I'm yeah. glad that you gave it an eight. It's a good... Yeah, I, I mean, in my mind, it was like... The Lion you King, in my mind, mind, is a perfect movie. I think sure. it is... Depending on the day of the week, it might be my favorite movie ever. Or, But, but <laughs> Aladdin was just like a couple notches below that in my mind. I thought it was like... Mostly a masterpiece. And so I don't think I would describe it as a masterpiece now, but I still think it's a good, good movie. Yeah. So um, for logistical efficiency sake of uh, the podcast, um, let's let's run through some things that we liked about both of these. Okay. Let's start with the good because it's very fun to end on the bad. So uh, with the first one, let's start with things that are good. First thing, Robin Williams. Robin Incredible. Williams is good. Uh, literally a a uh, genre defining performance. <laughs> yeah, I think that's probably true. He uh, he received a special awards Golden Globe um, for this movie. Um, yeah. Wait, wait, really? I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, they gave him they gave him a Golden Globe um, award for like excellence in uh, vocal performance for best genie for best Um, genie of the year um yeah i agree with that um i think he's great uh are we talking about both movies right now or just the original Uh, just the first one oh just the first one okay then i'm gonna go ahead and say all of the songs in the original one are fantastic um so so good particularly uh alan minkin i knew that yes alan minkin i knew that um uh, a whole new world was fantastic and like friend like me. Um, but particularly one jump ahead caught me off guard. Cause I remembered it being a good song, but, uh, I loved it 
watching it mm-hmm. again last night. I think that song is so good. And not just the song itself, like the whole, everything that's happening, just a lot of really funny physical comedy. It kind of sure. goes into Looney Tunes mode of just like crazy things happening with the laws of physics as he re- as he's running around and like he steps on a dude who's laying on a bed of nails or he doesn't the other guys behind him do he jumps over him yeah. right uh he just one jumps ahead over just him. a lot of just a lot of stuff like that it's a very fun song and all the music is fantastic fantastic mm-hmm. um yeah i mean I, I it was definitely more musical theater than uh the remake was that's for sure yeah I, I also was a lot more taken in the performance by Jafar in this than I had been in the past. Um, Just something about his yeah. performance was really striking to me. How so? It I, I, it's just kind of the uh, the the I, I I could not remember if he actually like kind of wanted to marry Jasmine or if he was just doing it for power's sake or to get yeah. close. And that moment where he, like, actually tries to, you know, wish that she'll love him because yeah. he uh, desired her, uh, that really caught me off guard because <laughs> I thought he was – I didn't think he was actually going to be a creep. Yeah. I thought he – oh, he's just doing it to get close to the throne. But, uh, <laughs> no, he actually wanted that 15-year-old girl for himself. Is she 15? Do we know how old she is? She is 15 years old. Really? was 15. Yes. Wow. Crazy. Um, yeah. Jafar is not a good man. He's not a good man. So, I mean, we don't know how old he is, do we? 17. <laughs> In the remake, I might believe that, but yeah, we're not so talking about that yet. Um, I also think that um, Steve from Full House is... Wonderful yeah. as the voice of Aladdin. I love him. Yeah, I will refer to him in this version as Aladdin. I'm going to refer to Steve so that in the when we talk about the or the remake, we can call him Aladdin. Yeah. Fair <laughs> enough. Yeah, that's fair. Um, okay, so first one aside, uh, remake. What are some things that you liked about it? Uh, will Smith, every time he's on the screen, I'm having a good every time. Every time. I love him. I think he's great. It is interesting how people, whenever the cast was announced... Um, obviously there was a big push to make the, uh, the cast look like the subject matter and the people that they were trying to portray. And I'll uh, say with Aladdin, they nailed it. They nailed it. <laughs> that with boy look, looks like a cartoon character. <laughs> it looks like a cartoon character, uh, for sure. But whenever Genie was announced, people were like, what? Dumb. Will Smith? Yeah. Man, listen, what's he going to do? Rap? And, and he, he does, like, yes, but it's good. He, he does. He does but, a good job um, of it. He, it, it's funny. People were like, "Yeah, cool. Cast list, everybody, fine. Young Jafar, cool, whatever." Uh, Will Smith, no, that, that's going to tank the movie. But now people are eating crow and realizing that he was the best part of the movie. I don't for sure. Maybe I didn't pay that much attention to the reactions, but I didn't really remember that being that many negative reactions to to will smith mm-hmm. as genie but i'm sure you're there right. are a lot of negative reactions to it yeah. i followed it pretty closely <laughs> yeah you had uh, a lot invested in this movie um i did a lot of money a lot of money and how are you how are you doing it's the third highest grossing film of 2019 so far i'm so. doing great that's good it, it was a good investment but yeah um i and i will say um the songs friend like me and prince ali which it is kind of weird because the genie is such a 
central character in like the marketing material for both of these movies uh-huh. he only had two songs like yeah it, it was not a big role it was definitely a supporting role um but the i won't say improvements but the um the what, what is it what was the word i'm looking for here the changes that they had made um to both of those songs i really liked um yeah i loved friend like me um, and then I, th- I think I liked Prince Ali. Uh, there was a, there's a moment in Prince Ali when there it's towards the end where they kind of stretch it out yeah. and Will Smith is like talking to the, the Sultan and be like, come on, you can cue us in on when we kick back in. Oh, that was really in, funny. Yeah. The, and then the beat like kind of drops yeah. and it like sinks for a moment and then it like winds back up. I thought that was incredible. And in the theater that we saw it in, which was a really nice theater, that moment was fantastic. I will mm. say that. Yeah, that was that was really good. I like that. Um, we're not talking about stuff we didn't like yet. This Jasmine, is this is good. hard. Yeah, she's good. Naomi, I thought she Naomi was good. Scott was good. I um, will say that. Yeah, she did a good um, job. The random new character of Dahlia, played by Nassim Pendra, who is from SNL. I liked her character. She's funny. yeah, she was good. Well, I don't know. I liked I, I liked her performance. There sure, were some sure, things sure, that sure. were weird for me, but yeah, we'll talk about that later. Um, yes. And then there were just a lot of good jokes in general, I think. Sure. Um, most of them came from the genie, I think. I still think the uh, make you a prince joke where he snaps his fingers and there's a prince standing on the cliff 200 yards away. And he's like, hey, <laughs> that's a funny joke. <laughs> you see my palace? <laughs> That is a funny joke. And then uh, one joke that made me laugh really hard. Um, it's not even that funny of a joke. It just uh, it made me laugh for some reason. It's in uh, Friend Like Me when he, you know, in the original one he goes, Mr. Aladdin, sir. And, but in the in the new one he goes, hey, Mr. Hey, what's your name? I don't know. I just thought that was funny. I laughed. It, it, and it is funny because. I don't think he had told him his name yet at that point And they referenced correct. that. <laughs> correct. Um, so. I do want to talk about for a moment, um, you know, the the comparisons between uh, Will Smith and Robin Williams's performances. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that a lot of people were like, "Why would they remake this?" Uh, Robin Williams made this role; it is his role. Why would they? Why would somebody even want to take this on? A lot of people, so several different people were in contention for it, and we will get to that here later. Mm-hmm. Um, but. I don't even think that it is fair for you to compare Robin Williams's performance and Will Smith's. Um, yeah, and I don't really think anyone is. Like most of the well, good not, feedback not I no, hear is is people saying, "Yeah, I like the genie; he was cool." <laughs> yeah, and it, it's not fair to compare between the yeah. two. And like you said, people aren't. I know that you know. Looking back historically. Um, Jared Leto, when he did uh, the Joker in the new one. <laughs> Wasn't expecting Leto, to hear you drop that name. <laughs> Jared Leto, when he did the Joker, um, you know, people were like, why are you doing the Joker since Heath Ledger had passed away and that was his performance. And the reason that I do think it is valid to compare the two was that Heath Ledger had kind of a reputation of being really meta with his performance and like being really twisted and then Jared Leto's like, I'm also doing weird stuff, too. I'm sending pig heads and mice to people to get into the roles. <laughs> um, but with Will Smith's performance, he was like, yeah, obviously I can't touch what he did, so I'm just going to do something entirely different. And yeah. I'm going to do what is 
natural to me. Well, the original one is literally Robin Williams being Robin Williams being funny. Exactly. And exactly. Will, so Will Smith as the genie should be Will Smith being Will Smith being funny. And that's Which exactly what it was. Great. So, yes. Correct. Good job, uh, William. Good job, William. Uh, good job, not Dad. Academy Award worthy, but I, I still think you did a great job. Uh, yeah. Um, so let's move on to things we did not like. Okay. Because that's more funner. Uh, um, we'll start with the original. Yeah. There's not much for me. I will say um, I think the animation is good, but it doesn't wow me the way some mm-hmm. Disney animated movies do. Um, a lot of the like minor character designs are really simple, and I was like, just copy and paste it, and you know, changing yeah. skin tones. Right, right, and so like I don't know the the animation didn't wow me the way I kind of hoped it would, but it's not bad by any means. There, um, there are moments, yeah, with the animation where like you look at Aladdin's face and it's like, oh, that's Aladdin, and then he looks up or like looks down and it's like oh that's an entirely different character now. Yeah, yeah. Because the the animation's not consistent like how it is now. They can draw a character and do like a 3D rendering, you know, make make show how they would look in every angle possible. Yeah. Uh, and then it that way. But uh yeah, I mean there there's not a lot to say. Um I will the <laughs> the points that they were trying to make in the original one of like there, there was a moment where before Aladdin had remembered or had uh, realized that Jasmine was who she says she was when they were in her or in Aladdin's house. Yeah. And she was like, my father's forcing me to marry somebody. Mm-hmm. And Aladdin essentially looks over at the camera, like down the barrel of the camera and it zooms in on his face and he goes, that's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Like an after-school special, and then there are also moments where they were really trying to push the um, the the evilness of the misogynistic culture mm-hmm. that you know they were trying to emulate in some sense. That's not saying that that's what that culture is, but that's what they were trying to really kind of capitalize on. Right. Where uh, Jafar was like, "Quiet woman, you know, shut up, woman." Yeah, like, yeah. Grabbing Jasmine. It's, it's, it's a like, little bit on right, the nose sometimes. It. Yeah, it's like, all right, we, we get that. Yeah, he's a bad guy, okay? <laughs> he's a bad guy. He doesn't respect Jasmine. But um, that that's really my only complaint that yeah, I have for this. I don't think I have anything else negative to say about the original. Um, it's I'm a good sure, movie. I know, that there, I know that there are people that they, because it is their culture, they didn't like some depictions mm-hmm. of people or, you know, some uh, things that were said. I can't. I'm not going to speak to that because it's not my culture. Well, yeah, I will say the, the um, I'm glad you mentioned that because I I forgot the the first scene I think is weird the <laughs> the not not Arabian Nights the Arabian Nights okay. song is good but then when Robin Williams doing his little character yeah. his little narration at the beginning that character is a bit of a caricature of that culture to a point sure. where I can see why people would be offended by that. And they and they sure. did a good job of remedying that problem in the new one, at least. At least that yeah. specific problem. But we'll get to that later. Yeah, um, I, yeah for sure. So, um, uh, the new one. Things you did not like. Go. There's plenty of them. <laughs> um, Are you pulling out your phone at your yeah, list? <laughs> I, so, I have lots of notes on this. Um, I'm trying to sure. get to the most important stuff. I think... I'll just talk about the songs in general. Um... Mm-hmm. I've already said I like some of the songs. I really like their version of Arabian Nights, at least sonically. 
um i thought it was kind of dumb how the camera is just panning through and we're just like seeing things like i wish i know that's kind of what the original ones that does too but <clears throat> there's at least some wish, action to it i wish there was more going on in that scene um and then just like the apples being sold yeah i wish that they hadn't just like changed the time signatures to all the songs <laughs> i felt like that was sure. weird like uh they just change like uh as especially like Prince Ali and if the beat is they change it all to <laughs> like they do that for every song and it works in friend like me I like that but um I did not like the new version of a whole new world like at all no, it sucked <laughs> uh at least sonically I I enjoy I thought that sequence was pretty well done visually but I'm kind of glad they didn't fly over all over the literal world like they do in the original one. Yeah, that carpet moves very quickly, apparently. <laughs> yeah. I understand why they did it, because they were flying past, like, past Disney animated movies and the yeah. set pieces for those. Um, um, yeah, it's fine yeah. in the original one. It works, but I'm glad they didn't do that in the remake. Sure. Um, um, go on. Uh, they, I hated the guy that played Aladdin. Did not like him. Ooh, he was I, not. I didn't hate him, but I didn't love him by any means. He was so boring. He was so boring in this. Yeah, I agree. He's not very dynamic at all. Um. Also, the guy that played Jafar, terrible. He's, he's bad. Yeah, I, I think Honestly, he's very bad. Like, I I I do feel like kind of bad saying like this actor was awful because it's obviously like a hard job to do, but it just wasn't good, dude. Like, you did not do a good job. Yeah, I don't really, I, I don't want to bash him quite as much as I want to bash that casting decision. Because I just think it yeah, was, fair. he was a bad for that role. Um, I'm sure he's a okay, nice so. man or whatever. <laughs> or maybe he's not, who knows? Maybe he's but, not, I don't know. Yeah, then you got what was coming to him. Um, um, I, I wish yeah, that, you were, wait, you ahead. were in the camp of that young, young, quote unquote, hot Jafar was fine. Yeah, I didn't this, have a problem with him being young and hot. That was fine to me. I just thought he was kind of a bad dumb. performance. He was not scary. Not scary at all. He was not scary, yeah. I don't think that was because he was young, though. I just think he, he was boring. <laughs> he was a boring actor. Yes, he, he lobbied for this role. Um, Mike Myers? Uh, no, Patrick Stewart. What? Patrick Stewart was originally offered the role of Jafar in the original version, and he turned it down. And whenever he heard that there was a live action, he lobbied for it. Really? Yes. Well, I think he could have... I am Jafar. I think he could have been good in the original one as the voice, but I'm for glad sure. that they didn't just cast a white man as that role in the, in the remake. Right. Like, there's no like, way that no, Disney sorry. would do that now, but... We could have gotten away with it back then, Patrick, because <laughs> right. it was all voice, but now they'll see you, and yeah. we cannot do this. <laughs> we can't have Jafar in a wheelchair. We all know that you're... Prof you know that's just Professor X, right? <laughs> no. <laughs> you know he's not really Professor X. Uh, he's meta. He... He did it. Um, it was a I, I wish that they had gone a little bit wilder with some of Will Smith's genie stuff as much as he was sure. the best part of the movie for me. Um, in, in the original one, there's sometimes where he will play like five different characters in a crowd within a span of five seconds, just pop up as like five different people and say five different yeah. lines. And I love that. They do some of that in this one, but I wish that they had just gone crazier with it. 
Um, I also, I wish they had gotten a different director. <laughs> well, there was some really weird Guy Ritchie things happening, and I didn't like the weird slow mo that was yeah, that okay, would yeah, from now and then. <laughs> and then there was a point where a difference between this version and the original there was like a one jump ahead reprise where he was like with Jasmine Mm -hmm. and the music was, you know, in time with the original, but their movements were like sped up a little bit and they were like walking, like kind of like quickly where it looked like instead of, you know, a hundred. Oh, that was so bad. I hated that. Yeah. They were at like 110 (laughs) and it was just like, Whoa, what's going on? Yeah. I hated that. So, so, so much. Um, When you said you wish they'd got a different director, I was about to start pushing back and be like, well, I think Guy Ritchie was a good choice and it was probably a lot of studio interference that was the stuff we didn't like. But then I remembered the slow-mo stuff and was like, (laughs) you know, that actually was very much a Guy Ritchie thing and that was one of my least favorite parts of the movie. Now, I think if they had given him more freedom and just been like, make this whole thing a Guy Ritchie movie, maybe it wouldn't have felt so out of place when he did stuff like that, but... It did not work. This is a studio movie through and through because it's owned and like cherished by Disney. So there was there was never a moment where like Michael Bay could have walked in and put his stamp and been like, and then the genie explodes. But yeah, that's what Michael Bay would have done. Yeah, I mean, they could have easily have hired a you know low name director and Mm -hmm. had a probably pretty similar result, in my opinion. Yeah, that's probably true. They should have just gotten someone who just like let them completely go along with with what the studio is doing, you know. <laughs> Don't try and put or, their personal touch on it. Um The Sultan was funny in the original and I wish he had been in the new one. The Why was he not funny? Sultan. Yeah, he was funny in the in the animated little one. Fat fatherly, you know, Sultan. In this one he was like kind of intimidating. <laughs> yeah. Like he was tall and lean. Uh, I yeah. will say I was very, of course, uh, Alan Tudyk, he did the voice of Iago in this version. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, what's this his is name? almost Gil- nothing, which is almost nothing. And Gilbert Godfrey did the, uh, voice in the original, which was great. Mm-hmm. Very good. A natural choice. Um, a bird it, man, it, a bird boy. Um, but it, it was almost like they, they used Alan Tudyk so sparingly because it was just him being like, Jafar, Aladdin. It was almost like they could have not had him and it would have been better. Yeah, I agree with that. I wish that um, he had just spoken in complete sentences. It's a, it's, a fir- it's a funny joke the way, like, for some reason, Iago feels like he can't talk like a normal human <laughs> around normal people and then when they go right. away he talks to Jafar <laughs> normally that would have been funny to see in the movie I wish they'd done that I was half expecting that to happen or I, w- I wasn't half expecting, yeah I was fully, I was fully expecting, expecting it expecting and then it didn't happen. I was like what and then it never happened because when he first um, spoke it, when he just says whatever he says like ah, and repeats what someone says I was like wait why isn't he talking and then I was like oh yeah the joke is he only talks when it's only Jafar <laughs> but then they never did that and I was sad it's like hey, come on we're, ra- we're waiting to y'all get- um, uh, yeah, that never happened. Um, what did you think about Jasmine's new song? It was a bad song. <laughs> it was terrible. It was like a pop song in the middle. And the the point that they were trying to make, you and I spoke spoke about this. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jasmine was far more developed in yeah. this one than the original. Cool. Great. Go ahead. Yeah, and do I appreciate that. that attempt. 
For sure. Um, which, and rewatching the old one, she was a lot more developed than I had remembered. Yeah, I had or, that thought too. I think she's more um, of a character than I originally gave her credit for. It, yeah, same. But they were obviously trying to make the point of like, hey, she is her own individual, her own being. Mm-hmm. She's not just some, you know, set piece to be pulled around. It's like, yeah, cool. Yeah, she's right. a human. Um, but the way that they went about it, they made it to where it was like after the song, they wanted people like women to stand up and burn their bras and be like, yes. <laughs> that was just kind of the way that they, again, this is me as a male speaking. Yeah. In. And I, yeah, I just think it was poorly done. Like I like, I actually like the plot line of her being, becoming the Sultan, which they don't, they just don't sure. really address that at all. And the original one, it's just like, she I does. guess Aladdin's like, going to be, what do they? They say in the original, like, you will become queen, which is their version okay. of Sultan. Yes, gotcha. But, um, but yeah, I, I liked her storyline somewhat. I just think it was poorly done, and I think that song was was such a bad song. Um, it didn't It's fit. from the, the Greatest Showman guy, right? The guy who wrote the Greatest uh, Showman music. Yes. Um, Correct. And, and it, it sounds like, like a Greatest Showman song and not an Aladdin song at all. Yeah, it, it, didn't, it didn't work for me. Aladdin, his character. Let's talk about him for a second, because sure. he's he's just a straight up mean bad dude in the remake. And yeah, I will he's say not a good person. He he's also not a great person in the original one too. But you know when he has that moment where he is, uh, where he decides he's not gonna set Genie free. He needs to use that third yeah. wish for himself. In the original one, he seems conflicted about that when he tells Genie and like he feels bad about it. But in the yeah. remake, he's just like, uh, yeah, I'm not setting you free. You're cool with that, right? <laughs> he's like, yeah, I'm not setting you free. What are you, what are you stupid? I, I got to go back to being a, being a who's a what's it, being yeah. a nothing. Um, well, so one thing that I want to talk about, they really explained the genie rules in this one a lot more than they did the other one. Yeah. About how there's, like, you know, there's gray areas that they can explore. And then, like, when Aladdin said make me a prince in reality what happened along with that is there was a country created <laughs> literally <laughs> that's true there were human beings created and a mythology and a history created so whenever he said make me a prince it wasn't make me to be the appearance of a prince he was made literal royalty <laughs> that was really in- baffling to me it was like oh wow because there is a, there there is moments where they added like where he is showing where Ababa is on a map to Jasmine, and then he points and it is a physical place. So it's like, oh wow, he created a country theoretically. Yeah, well, I don't think they really put as much thought into that in the original one because like Aladdin says stuff like, yeah, I go into the city as myself um, or as a, as a peasant, and I was like. Why yeah. wouldn't you go into the city in your own country? <laughs> but sure. they don't really uh, think about the fact that he's from another country in the original one. Um, right. Uh, I, I, but going back to you talking about the rules of the genie thing, I, I thought it was so strange this, the change they made where in the original yeah. one, they're in the cave, and instead of wishing himself out of the cave, he just goes, oh, if you're so powerful, I bet you can't get me out of this cave, and then genie gets him yeah. out of the cave. In it's the, an ego thing. In the new one, um, instead of it being a thing where he didn't actually say, I wish, 
he they just make it to where he wasn't holding the lamp, so that doesn't count. Yeah, or he was rubbing the what lamp. What was the point of that change? That was a dumb change. Know. That is a very dumb change because like it, it was unnecessary because yeah. in the first one they're just playing off the genie's like ego. Yeah, I like that. How, yeah, and it worked and it seemed very organic because it's like, yeah, that's how Aladdin is a trickster. In the in the remake, I couldn't really understand why, you know. He uh, he got away with a wish, you know. Mm-hmm. He's like, I okay, I know what's supposed to happen, but I th- they're showing him slide the lamp, but I still heard him say I wish, so I'm kind of confused. Yeah, yeah, I didn't get so, it. Yeah, um, it was it was weird. Well, we probably need to move on, but one one last thing: uh, the big dumb bird chase at the end was dumb. Big dumb bird chase, hated that. it. <laughs> oh, and also Just whenever. Ugly. <laughs> very ugly. Iago turns into like a pterodactyl. Yeah, <laughs> very dumb. <laughs> I did not like what my eyes were seeing during that scene. No, uh, and and also when Jafar turned into a genie, also very dumb. Uh, yeah, he I don't really, I don't really remember what he looks like to be honest. <laughs> he was just like it was him, but painted red and a little bit taller. Yeah, that was dumb to me. Yeah, because he was not scary. Not scary. Uh, but yeah, we can we can pretty well move on, I suppose. We've I think we've compared and contrasted the two the, as best we could. Um, I, I'm pretty sure you have a, a new segment for us. Is that correct? I do. I do have a new segment. Uh, but yes, this new segment is uh unique to this episode. It is called "What Could Have Been." So this movie had a lot of interesting hype around it in its casting choices. Um, Genie was obviously probably the most like talked about than everyone else, or, or than any of the other roles because he had to be played by somebody, uh, somebody famous. That's how it was in the original, so that's how it has how it has to be here. So we're going to talk about some of the original casting ideas for this movie. Ooh, uh, if that's okay with you, that is fine with me. I am excited to hear them. I only know awesome. of one, so I hope that there's some really good ones in there. Right. So originally, this role was offered to Jim Carrey. Okay. I don't uh, think I knew that. Glad that didn't yes. happen. This, yeah, it was originally offered to Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey was on to sign it, but then his ex, <laughs> his ex-wife's family sued him for manslaughter. Oh. So he he can't. He had to drop out. Wish uh, I'd save because, that sound effect for now. Yep. He had to drop out because. Uh, he convinced he his wife a man. to, it, well, his wife, oh. um, his ex-wife, because oh. she she killed herself, and the family blamed him. This is two episodes in a row where we've talked about something very depressing. I know, and yes, this the um her passing happened uh, several years back, but uh, Jim Carrey is obviously like very wealthy. Yeah, so the family had to uh, accrue funds to uh, you know basically build a case but after jim carrey had passed on the role for uh reasons uh it it was down to two people and those two people were will smith who got the role and comedian gabriel iglesias which um if gabriel iglesias had received it this would be an entirely different movie it would be pretty different yes um, and not, I'm not going to say better, but it would have been good, I think. I don't think it necessarily would have been better, but yeah, I am in the camp of Gabriel Iglesias as Genie. 
I think I would have maybe loved that. I I definitely I de- it would have been closer to the original because Gabriel Iglesias, while their comedy styles are very different, Gabriel Iglesias is very much known for his voice and switching back in uh, between doing characters, right. and so it probably would have been more of an imitation than an original piece. Can you imagine if it was Jim Gaffigan? Like so here's what I'm gonna here's what I'm gonna do right now. Uh-huh. Um, there is don't a you list. dare tell me Jim Gaffigan was actually considered for this role. The 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 considerations are staggering. It's the top twenty two people that were considered for the role of the genie. What, are, okay? what is your source for this? Are these real uh, considerations? It's from Screen Rant. Okay, it's a real website. Okay. Yeah, it is a real website. Uh, so here they are. Number one, Gabriel Iglesias. Cool. Uh, number two, James Monroe Iglehart, which he uh, played the genie in the Broadway version. Okay. Uh, so he, he would have been good. Yeah. Uh, number three, Andy Serkis. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> I almost fell out of my chair. Number four, Bill Murray. Uh, no, thank you. <laughs> no, thank you. Very weird. Number five, Brian Hull, which I don't Who's know that? what he's from. Uh, World War Tunes is what he's best known for. I don't know that. Uh, number six, Jim Carrey. Yeah, cool. No, thank we already you. talked about that. Number seven, Mark Hamill. Okay, I uh, maybe, maybe, maybe. Who knows? Would have been number a very eight. different movie, but very, very weird movie. Number eight, Will Smith. Cool. He made the top ten. Uh, <laughs> Good for him. <laughs> number nine, Mike Myers. All right, I that would have been the casting choice if this was made in two thousand six. Yep. Uh, number ten, Dave Coulier from Fuller from Full House. <laughs> I forgot I had heard that that he was considered, and that's insane. Yes. Uh, number eleven, Bill Hader. Uh, okay, yeah, I'm into that. I would have. Yeah, that. I am also into that. Uh, number twelve, Jimmy Fallon. No. No. He sucked. <laughs> no. Would have sucked very bad. He would no. have just laughed. Yeah. Uh, this is when we start to get weird. Uh, number 13, John Goodman. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even imagine that. Number 14, Seth Green. No, thank you. 15, Steve Carell. Ugh. <laughs> Would have been weird. Would have been Hey, I'm just going to do a sound effect for the remainder of these, okay? Cool. Uh, 16, Nolan North. Don't know what he's okay. from. Uh, 17, Charles Marnett. Uh, don't know what he's okay. from. Uh, 18, Tom Hanks. Hmm. Uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> Would have been interesting. Um, 19, Steve Zahn. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, my personal favorite. Mark no. Watlington is a big fan of him, so Mark, send in your thoughts. What do you think about <laughs> him as a genie? Go on. Yeah, uh, number 20, my personal favorite, Bob Saget. Yeah. <laughs> That's my number- answer. It's just, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, number 21, Wayne Knight from hmm. uh, Jurassic Park and Seinfeld. And then rounding out the list, number 22, Kevin James. Kevin James. Blech. But yeah, this uh, this segment has been uh, What Could Have Been. What could have been? All right, um, I think it's time to uh, close out this episode by um, 
wrapping it up with our three questions, and, and we discussed this beforehand. Um, we're not going to answer all three of our questions for each movie. Instead, we're going to basically answer the first two for just the original. So is it good for kids? Is it good for adults? And then for number three, we're going to say, does the live-action one feel like a worthy Aladdin remake? Um, yeah. So, so number one, is this movie good for kids? Talking about the original 1992 Aladdin. Yes. Yes. This agreed. Movie is good for the children. It is great for children. It actually. is good for them. And is it good for adults? Yes. Yes. Good movie. We've covered that pretty adequately. Yeah, a good movie. I will say that. Okay. Uh, Number then, three. Yeah. Third question, which is a more difficult question to answer. Yeah, I thought you know I was pretty ready to just say no, but honestly now. I don't know. I, yes. I think there's stuff it does well for a for an Aladdin remake. I'd say seventy five percent yes. I think it my is a worthy remake. I think my percentage would be lower than that, but also I can't really fault the movie itself for me just not being into the idea of an Aladdin remake. Sure. You know, and so I think I think I'm gonna say no. I think there's okay. plenty of things that it could have done better. But I think let's just leave that one a split decision. I will say it, it is kind of weird that the kids that went to go see, that are seeing this movie, this is their Aladdin, you know? Yeah. This is their version that they are going to remember seeing in theaters and remember seeing over and over again and identifying. So that, I don't that know is, because keep in mind the, those kids, their parents are the ones who grew up with the original one. So their parents right, are probably before, showing them before, that one a lot. For them, this is their version. The parents yeah. they had that version, and now that the parents are old enough to have children that are the same age when they would have seen it, uh, that's when they release it, and that's their version. I, I guess so because even though um, my dad did show me the original Star Wars movies at the time. My uh-huh. Star Wars movies were the prequels, very much. Sure, sure, I um, guess. Okay, so uh, yeah, I, I don't so think there's a definitive, like, I, I think we can go ahead and hoist the original one on up to the rap, rap raptors. <laughs> hoist it up to yeah. the raptors. <laughs> <laughs> clever girls. <laughs> hoist it up to release it to those clever girls. Yeah. Um, the 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 new one we're we're split on its value. I think we just let it sit down and we throw rocks at it. Yeah, let's let it sit and throw rocks. I think that's fine. Um, so announcements. Next episode is going to be Toy Story Four, the fourth Toy Story movie. It's about two plastic boys and their adventures times four. Boy Story Four, the fourth um, one. We're going to cover that one, and uh, I guess I'll just kind of give you a hint about the future. We do plan to cover the first three Toy Story movies soon. Um, it will be mm-hmm. probably sooner than you even expect, but we, we're going to get to them soon, but we don't have time to cover them before we talk about the fourth one. Um, so, yeah, we're, we're going to talk so about Toy st- Story We still want to keep it relevant. Right, right. Like we said, 2019 just has a lot of nostalgic content in the theaters, and we have to cover it all. So we're doing what we can, folks. Um, After Toy Story 4, let's go ahead and tease. uh, We're going to go ahead and do both Lion King movies because... In separate episodes. Yes, separate episodes. We're not going to combine them. Uh, The Lion King is too important, at least to me, to not do its own episode on because it is the perfect film. 
and I was too nice to disagree. <laughs> yes, that is true. Um, there are om- there are like seven or eight movies that I will frequently describe as the perfect film. Not mm-hmm. a perfect film, the perfect film, and that's one of them. I will say, looking at your letterbox, um, it uh, The Lion King did not make your top ranking. No, it's been in there before, but I shift that around a lot. Um, but it Dude. definitely has been in there for a significant amount of time. Do we want to, because we're going to get to letterbox here in a little bit, do we want to say what's in our top fours? I guess so. I, I just want to give the caveat of, like, this is not necessarily my top four movies ever. This is just what I decided to put there. Because I can't Correct. really rank, like, my top ten movies of all time. I just can't really yeah, do that. Mine, mine does ebb and flow and change. It's it's very fluid and malleable, depending on what type of mood I'm in. Hey, let's do this. Let's let's plug our, our social media, and then when we list our letterbox handles, go ahead and list your movies as well. Cool. So, we're on social media. Did you know that? We're there, and we're talking to you. Um, we have a Twitter account. Do raps? It's called twitter.com slash purely nostalgia is our Twitter. Mm-hmm. Uh, on Instagram, we are purely nostalgia pod. Um, I am on Twitter at Elisha P. Smith, and I'm also the same username on Letterboxd. And my top four movies are The Incredibles, Jaws, Kubo and the Two Strings, School of Rock. Very nice. Uh, all with very striking posters. And I am also on Twitter and Letterboxd, same address, at Clint J.H. Page. The J.H. stands for Jazz Hands. Uh, my four are Birdman the or The Unexpected Virtue of Ignorance. Uh, that is my number one. It will stay there forever. Mary Poppins, the original. Jurassic Park, the original. And Oh, Hello on Broadway with John Mulaney and Nick Kroll. I still need to watch that. It is... Still, I had an argument with a guy at work saying that that was John Mulaney's worst, you know, thing ever, hmm. and I highly disagree. I need to watch that. I, I think that's a bold move having funny. that as one of your favorite movies, but I respect it. Yeah. Um, all right, that's it. We're done. This has been a long episode. Get out of here. Go watch a movie. Go watch a movie or two. Or two. I watched, what's a movie that you watched recently? Uh, Wet Hot American Summer good movie very good movie a movie that i watched recently uh pirates of the caribbean dead men tell no tales <laughs> bad movie I, I i like my favorite part was when javier bardem looked at the camera and said and remember dead men tell no tales <laughs> i hate and that they, they cut hate, to the title sequence i hate that there are five pirates movies and two of them have dead man or dead men in the title <laughs> Yeah, I, I. It was funny because you were like, I was like, "Hey, I'm watching one of the Pirates of the Caribbean movie," and you were like, "Which one?" And I said, "The one with ghosts." And you said, "They all have ghosts." And then I realized that's true. You're like the ghost pirates one. Yeah, all of them. <laughs> all of them have ghost pirates. Um, uh, first two are masterpieces. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I I fight hard for number three too, man. I really liked that whole original trilogy, as I like to call it. I think sure. it's the worst of the three, but I still think it's a good movie. Davy Jones, Bill Nye deserved an Academy Award. Uh, I think you you frequently forget, though, that Davy Jones' best performance is in the third one, I think. This is very true. He's so his, good. Yeah. Barbosa was also very good. Barbosa's great. Um, and he's not in the second one, so get it. Well, he's in he one, is in the he's in one end, frame which, of the second one. That was, I remember the theater went 
<laughs> that was a crazy theater experience. That was one of it the was. few like ending plot twists that truly caught me off guard, and I was like, wow, I can't wait for the sequel to this movie. Man, I don't know if the, yeah. of a movie that's done that since for me. Oh, man, I'm getting chills thinking about it. Honestly. <laughs> the parts of the Caribbean movies are so good. Oh, they're so freaking good. Oh, should we cover them? Not yet. Yes, please. We will soon. They're good movies. Yeah. Um, so good. But who cares? That'll do, Donkey. We will see you soon. And Skinath for listening. Sometimes for like therapeutic reasons, and I think it was because I was having like a slow mental breakdown. Mm-hmm. Um, I would sit in the shower uh, and just have the faucet running, and then I would get like a cup and fill it with water and pour it over myself <laughs> to bathe myself. <laughs> what?